Bedwetting Podcast. This is episode number 14, Reactions. Wanted to make a little bit of an announcement before we get started on this one. Between the last episode and this one, we had our thousandth play. So over a thousand people, or not a thousand people, I suppose, but a thousand times episodes have been played from this podcast. So that's quite a milestone for us. I also wanted to come to you by way of a bit of an apology this week. Last week we missed an episode. It was the first time we didn't have a weekly episode. It was just uh, not a great week. I had sick kids, and uh, then I started recording an episode, only to have the application that I use spontaneously crash in the middle of the episode during the recording and lose everything I had recorded up until that point. So rather than restarting it immediately, I had to sort of call it quits. It was too late in the evening, and decided to give it another try on another night. So that's why there was not an episode last week. So again, my apologies for that. And speaking of missing episodes, I'm going to try and announce this one in advance just to give people a heads up. Next week there will probably not be an episode. I'm going to be out of town with my family, and I probably will not have time to pre-record an extra episode before then. So there will probably not be an episode next week, so there will be again a little bit of a gap between this episode and episode 15. I'd also like to put out a request for show topics. If there's anything that you'd like to hear about in particular, you can reach me at any of the usual ways. There will be a listing of them at the bottom of the show, like normally. Now, with all the housekeeping out of the way, we can start to delve into tonight's topic. Last time we talked about who in our lives knew about our issues. This week we're going to explore that topic a little bit more, um, but this time we're going to talk about reactions that people have gotten. This is going to be a little bit broader than last week. This time, instead of just being the people who are personal acquaintances or loved ones, we're also going to talk about reactions from people who are strangers to us, or through whatever happenstance have found out about our incontinence or bedwetting. That sort of a thing. Anybody who we've had reactions from and what sort of reactions they've had. And were people's reactions nonchalant? Did they barely notice it or only react enough that you knew that they noticed it but not say anything? Did people joke around in some way that was otherwise pleasant? Sometimes people defuse a situation with humor. On the other side of that coin, sometimes people laugh at your expense. You can usually tell whether or not somebody's laughing at you or with you. In a worst case scenario, people might be outright derisive. Some people can't seem to help themselves but to be nasty. Perhaps a literal schoolyard bully, or that school schoolyard bully all grown up. There's a practically limitless variety of ways that people could react to this sort of information. Our posts this week come from a thread called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Our first reply comes from a member named Shawnee Dude, 5552. My parents weren't really supportive and negatively reacted to my condition, and they have been insulting to me for most of the times that they have visited me in my university dorm. However, my roommate was supportive after he was concerned and barged into my room 
when I was in pain struggling on the floor when my old wounds from my accident started to come back in the night. The shocks and the pain is insanely unbearable in my spine due to my avoidance of my meds. Also, I did that to avoid the side effects. Hence the diaper, an obvious indication of incontinence supplies in my room, and he found out and started to be understanding of why I am so extremely secretive for months since I moved in. Eventually we became best friends, and he is supportive to me and brings me to my doctor's appointments or the hospital in case the shit hits the fan. My lecturer was supportive during the time when I was fresh out of the hospital. She sent me to my dorm hour to work in the university and also aids in my incontinence supplies during that time when I was confined to a wheelchair. I guess it makes good university life experience where there are supportive people around you. For those of you who have not spoken to Sean, he was in a fairly traumatic accident and has had some follow-up surgeries as well surrounding his spine. This is where his incontinence is stemming from. Our next reply comes from a user named Throwaway Tater. My mother was always kind in her ways, but not proactive in solving. She would take me to the doctor a few times, and a few specialists, but after a while she lost hope of a cure. That negatively affected me as a younger person. Hotels have never cared. I let them know every time I travel of my issues, and no one has said a word. I even rent a family friend's cabin each year, whom I also told, and they make accommodations for us. I went to the dermatologist to make a rude comment because I told her I had to wear diapers and she genuinely did not believe me, which floored me since she was supposed to be a medical professional. Other than that, no sour reactions, but also I have been in control of who knows. That helps tremendously. It's interesting that the dermatologist would make a rude remark because medical professionals are supposed to be just that professional. You would expect that the dermatologist would have seen this sort of thing before, since they do a lot of physical exams. Our next response comes from my co-moderator, Caleb Crawdad. My wife has been supportive. She urged me to see a doctor early on. She thinks a lot of it is in my head, but doesn't make a fuss over the diapers. Occasionally she will tell me that it is not normal for a youngish man to be in diapers and I should push for some kind of cure or diagnosis. She also told my mother-in-law, we joke about it often, she has pretty severe stress incontinence so she gets it. We do have some funny moments. The other day she pulled the covers back while I was sleeping in a t-shirt and diaper. She giggled a little bit. She will also tease me about the crinkle, especially if I get up in the night and she hears it. Sounds like that's mostly good-natured ribbing. The fact that she occasionally tells him that it's not normal for a youngish man to be in a diaper, he should push for some kind of cure or help or diagnosis, does make me wonder a little bit whether or not she does fully sort of approve or support him wearing diapers, or whether or not there's a little bit of a tacit disapproval there. 20-something Incon writes, the vast majority of people have supported me. My parents have always been supportive and involved, which is kind of embarrassing, but also shows they accept it. 
It's the same with my bo boyfriend. He knew I was in diapers before he asked me out and asked me anyway. He's also involved. That makes me feel really secure about him. My older brother has also took a protective role and would also help me out, but less than my parents. He was more of a help socially because I got found out when I started changing for gym in middle school. I've been fairly popular prior and played soccer, and that threatened to be a huge issue. He was more vocally supportive, and when you have a popular guy from the football team gunning for you, it helps your cause. He and the rest of the football team were cool with it, and soccer team came around quick, and most of the rest of the school followed. There were a couple of bullies over a few years older than me who tried giving me some shit, but the rest of the school were pretty ruthless about shutting that down. One kept it going a while, but my brother sent him home with a broken nose one day. His parents found out what happened, and they told him he deserved it, so it worked out well. I'm blessed to have authority figures who have treated it as no big deal and something with, that was disability related that was not on the table for being nasty about. Didn't keep me from every bad experience, but overall things were pretty okay. Sounds like in the grand scheme his experience has been pretty good. The next reply comes from a user account that has been deleted since the time of posting. Staying at grandparents' house, the diaper supplies were discovered by a cousin. I've expected my older brother to out me. But we all, all three acted dumb and said we didn't know whose they were. Another time, a different cousin helped me dispose of a wet diaper in the AM so the dad wouldn't find out that I still use diapers. A year or two earlier, me and the same cousin had woken up in the same wet bed. Both of us claimed that it was the other one who was wet, but everybody knew who it really was. I never got found out as an older teen or adult. Once as a young teen, I wet my best friend's spare bed. He really didn't care and didn't make a big deal. I just told him it was an accident and apologized several times. It sounds like this user had most of the people that he knows have his back. No, that's a usual or unusual situation, but it's certainly a good, pleasant one for him. We're going to follow that up with another post from another deleted user. I travel quite a bit for my employer, days to weeks at a time. To this date, I have not had any bad experiences with bedwetting at hotels. My usual trip planning experience is to contact the hotel prior to my arrival and request them and request of them a mattress protector if available. 90% of the time they have no clue what to do and say that they cannot accommodate my request. I mainly stay at Marriott hotels, which in turn makes them and myself embarrassed. Marriott's are equipped, but most aren't. Now, some of the privately owned hotels I've stayed at have been fantastic. I've called and advised them of my issue and their responses have been fantastic. They express their apologies dealing with the issue they were very appreciative of my notifying them they said they would have my room equipped when I got there left with a nice mattress protector and trash cans back at Marriott I had accidentally left out a diaper and folded them before I leave, my, leave for the day and they perform better I usually store them in the dresser along with PJs for the day I left in a hurry and was running late needless to say I left it out and came back to see my diaper out. My gut dropped to the floor. I freaked out. Once I surveyed what had happened, the housekeeper had nicely folded my diaper and pajamas 
placed them on the bed. I was so surprised. You didn't hear a word about it, though. I appreciate that, housekeeper. I hate that it had happened because I'm really cautious and considerate about my bedwetting, especially when staying at other places. I have all the trash so they don't have to see or smell the diapers. And just take the trash and just take out the trash. When the housekeeper walks in, I want them to assume that there's no bedwetter staying there. As a piece of advice, it had diapers shipped to the hotel and had no issues whatsoever with that. You mark your name, room, and check out check in, check out date on the box. It is held securely for you. Although I've had the hotel put shower curtains under the sheets. That sucked. Reactions. Dad didn't care. I'm freaked out, but then became supportive and offered advice, money for supplies. He forgot that I'd been wetting the bed in around 16, thought that I had a kid, because he found good nights in my dresser and mistaken them for kids' pull-ups. She initially was looking for drugs. Stepmom, super supportive, stepdad, doesn't know to this day. Ex-girlfriend one, freaked out, cheated on me the next day. Made me feel like I was trash for being a bedwetter and wearing diapers. Wife. Heck of a good woman. Why I married her. My sibling, who was ten years younger than me, was really cool about it. When I was younger, he had a support system for me when he was battling bedwetting too. Luckily for him, he did outgrow it. He still talks to me about it from time to time. He cannot believe that I still bedwet. Oh, and I had one bad TSA experience. Pack two to four diapers in my carry-on just in case my luggage is lost. I had to search my bag, and the freaking agent was laughing at me. What a jerk. After he was done, I got my stuff and quickly walked away. Personally, I always find it difficult to know exactly what to do with hotels. They very rarely seem to be equipped to deal with having a bedwetter or incontinent person in the room. Telling them is really productive. Letting them know ahead of time could result in having things pre-prepared for you. Next, I have another post to share from Snowy Frost. Parents were understanding. The one sibling I know for sure knows is supportive and actually asked me what my brand prefer preference was when she still had post-pregnancy bladder issues. My old roommate, I think, found out while I was still asleep. My bedroom door didn't close all the way. And afterwards, he was just an awful roommate. I left as soon as possible. My roommate knows because I was living alone when I met him. We were both struggling with money and thinking about roommates again. I caved and told him, and he was cool with it. He doesn't know about my day issues, but that's not his concern. Laugh out loud. Also, I'm fairly sure he came into my room to steal cigarettes while I was sleeping. Nothing but a morning diaper. He didn't say anything, but he was a little more understanding of my seclusion in the mornings after that. He would knock on my door and ask if I wanted coffee, then take off for a bit so I could change and shower. A few other trusted friends know. Mine is the best friend I've ever had. I told him before we were going to hang out for two straight days, while my day issues were in full swing, that I had been bedwetting for years and I had recently become a day issue. I'd be in a diaper or pull-ups the whole time. He was an amazing support and helped me dispose of every diaper and pull-up as needed. Fucking love that guy. Another friend found out while we were both volunteered at a music festival. 
there were day shift and night shift. Radio in if there's anyone being stupid to tr try to climb the fence. And when I got back to the tent, we were sharing at 6 a.m. and we were waking up at 7. I got up to me retaping my diaper, quick explanation, and everything was fine. You're one of my best friends to this day. If you have the choice on who knows and who's left in the dark, making sure that a friend is actually worth it knowing. Lemmy Frost has written in several times. It seems that he has a number of pretty understanding friends, and that seems to be pretty great support for him. Next, we have a short reply from a user named Bedwetting Adult. On a business trip, I had a chance to take a midday nap once. I got my diaper on and was only wearing it when the housekeeper came in. The lady who was in her 60s, could have been my mom, looked at me and said, It's okay, I wish all, all the people I clean up after would follow your lead. She told me to get some rest and left. I had no idea what to do. It was so weird. I've expected her to offer to help me get tucked in. Honestly, it was so strange. In fairness, it was a small hotel in San Francisco. I'm sure she's seen her fair share of weird things. Well, I'm sure that was a very weird experience for him. That leads to... Lends itself to my specific advice about hotels in general. At the front desk rarely knows what to do and rarely reacts in a positive, helpful manner. Housekeeping are usually the people who have to deal with the results of bedwetting or incontinence or what have you. So they're usually the people who are helpful or positive about preventative measures. And that sort of plays itself out in that post as well. The last post for today comes from a user named Soaks with Whiskey. My parents have been divorced since I restarted having wedding issues. My father is ignorant of my issues, but my mother figured it out and hasn't really said anything about it. Since they both worked with the medical field, it sort of lets me deal with it my own way. Hotels have always been courteous and respectful, even having a separate garbage bin or having their own ways to help protect the bed. The housekeepers I'm sure know and have never done anything rude to my knowledge. I usually hide my stuff, but I'll occasionally return to something placed on my pillow along with the chocolate. Thankfully, in university, I had my own room and restroom. I also had to pick up and deliver and deliver laundry service, and they never made a big deal about anything that I would send them. Most of my friends have also been understanding and kind in their own ways, helping me if I needed anything, willing to help out if I needed anything hidden for a long night out, or if I needed a place to change. The only negative experience I've had was one time at Heathrow Security, they kind of laid all of my stuff out for my issues on the table in front of everyone and sort of said and sort of said I was wearing a diaper out loud. One time at a hospital in Scotland, where the staff made it quite apparent to the entire floor that I had to wear a diaper, I routinely made sure to ask if I needed to change even while I was in a, out in a public space. Most professionals will be capable of understanding the wishes and privacy of these issues and will try their best to keep it in the dark. Sure, there's a sense of empathy for anyone, for any embarrassing issues. But I've never heard, but I've never heard anyone really openly mock me. But I've come up goose egg when it comes to dating. 
They either politely tell me that they don't want to see me again, or outright tell me that they find it gross and don't want to see me again. You even had a third date with a girl who I told after the second. During our third date, she just said that she couldn't deal with somebody who had this issue and got up and left halfway through the meal. So besides dating, I'd have to say that 90% of the interactions I've had have been courteous and, and polite. Those people aren't going to go out of their way to embarrass you. It might have been just, but I might have just, but I might have just been very fortunate to meet great people, where my habit of being polite to everybody actually works out. Hopefully, you all are just as good of luck as I do, and better when it comes to dating. So it sounds like this user has had a particularly un, unlucky streak when it goes on, when, as far as it goes to dating. You know, I didn't have to deal with the issue of dating with the bedwetting as much because my bedwetting was at a pretty low point during the time that I was dating my wife, so I didn't have to deal with wearing diapers at that time. I just had to deal with telling her that it was a possibility and it could happen at some point. So that might be something that made it a little bit easier on me. But most of the people on our sub seem to say that it's not as big a deal. So I'd like to encourage this user and any other user out there that you know they can find the right person, that for most people it's not that big a deal, and that this is something that will happen for you eventually, as long as you keep putting yourself out there. So that will about wrap it up for this episode. Again, I could use recommendations for show topics. If anybody wants to give me recommendations, you can contact me through Reddit, www.reddit.com slash r slash adult bedwetting. You can click on that moderators tab, find adult and neuretic. You can leave us a voice message on speakpipe.com slash adult bedwetting. You can email me at adultenuretic at gmail.com. This is Adult Enuretic, hoping that you have a good night and dry morning.